Welcome to Unplanned and Untold, a podcast that dives into the real-life, unexpected twists of facing an unplanned pregnancy in college. Join us as we listen to the unplanned and untold stories of those who have overcome the odds in order to achieve their goals. Welcome back to another episode of Unplanned and Untold, where I'm your host, Caitlin Willing. And today we have a special guest with us, Heather Medlin, a sweet, sweet friend of mine. Welcome to this podcast, Heather. Oh, wow. Yes. I'm super excited. Let's do this. Oh, my word. So I don't even know where to begin, but I have to ask, how are the kids now? How are your babies doing? Because she's got a frat house over there. I do. I do. Um, and the bad thing is everyone's like, you know, Kayla Willing, her fifth was a girl. I'm like, that's not guaranteed. I could have a fifth boy and I have a basketball team. So um, at an almost 11-year-old, 8-year-old, almost 4-year-old, and almost 2-year-old. Like, oh, my god! Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. A lot Poor of mouths boys. to feed big grocery bill. So they're great. They're so, so sweet. So love them. Love them to bits. Oh, they're the cutest y'all. Truly. They really are. Uh, So I want to dive right in and talk a little bit about your background. You know, how did you grow up? Where did you grow up? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, I am, I guess I call myself a gypsy. I moved every two years and I envy people that have roots. Like I went to three different high schools. Um, so I'm definitely an extrovert because I just knew like anywhere I went, I had to make friends, right? And if I didn't make friends and lost your opportunity and you'd move again. So I seize the moment and that's probably a fault of mine <laughs> in some way, just because I like, I'm very naive with relationships, friendships, romantic relationships, mm-hmm. but also like, I love people, right? Like right. I'm going to see the best in them. Yeah. So Grew up kind of all over the world. So my accent could be Southern one day and then maybe Northern and maybe from New Mexico and then maybe from England and Italy. Like it's, I'm literally like a hodgepodge of a person, I guess. I love and that though. Yes, it makes yes. You yeah. So, you know, I mean, I'll say y'all, but then I'll say something else and you're like, where's she from? And I, I don't even know. So that's me. And, and you moved all around because why? My dad was military in the okay. Air Force. So um, home with where the Air Force sent us. So okay. I... I've been literally all over the world and it's so great, but was not grateful for it as in, you know, I'm the oldest of five kids. So came from a big family, kind of like a built-in mama to my siblings. And, um, and because of that, I said, I would never have kids, honestly, LOL to me on that. With four boys now. I know. I know. There's a lot of humor in that for sure with my story. That is. So if we fast forward to college age, talk to me, what does Heather look like college wise? What's going on in her world? Okay. So I was playing soccer. So that was like my, my drive, like playing soccer, you know, past the class. I didn't really party. Like, I don't know if that's just because of living overseas. Drinking was very normal. So I didn't really like right. go off the deep end in that way. So I was a good kid, but also like would go dancing right before the night of a game. And then, and then we'd lose our game and we wonder why, cause we were out dancing till 3am, but I loved people again. Like I wanted to be life of the party. Mm-hmm. I accepted people where they're at, like, which again, a fault of mine because I liked a lot of boys. And sure. so I, you know, was that girl that, was naive to finding a relationship, but then the guys were only looking for one thing sure. all the time, you know? So sure. just learning that like not, Heather was naive, um, yeah. college Heather was just naive. And I just thought, you know, just play the sport, do yeah. the thing, go to all the events and life would be good. But I just wasn't aware of like 
consequences to our actions. And so I feel like that played out a lot in my story. Do you feel like you were a fixer? Like you saw a guy Ooh, and you just knew yes. you could fix him. Oh my gosh. Yes. Why? Why? Why do you like that? Like, why do we think like, oh, I can why do we think like this? <laughs> that was me. Why did you pick me like that? Oh, you did. It was me. It was me. I definitely felt like, oh, like not necessarily bad boy, but just also like not the best. Like, yeah. like mama has red flags for a reason. Yeah. So maybe you should listen to that. So yeah ignored a lot of those sure. or I just thought like oh I I'm getting better and I'm a good person so then therefore they'll be a good person to hang out with me yeah. but that wasn't always uh, the case you can't you can't always change you know or teach dogs new tricks I guess exactly. right exactly I did I attracted a lot of dogs for there's sure. something very curious you know in those younger days where we are not wise where we're intrigued and we're like what let's dabble around in this area that we kind of know better yeah. um so you were talking about being with a guy and yes. what what ends up happening oh okay well he's from England from Liverpool to be exact and if you ever want to like google uh like scouse is what they call themselves like a scouser a the accent's very thick like okay. it's not like a posh like British Harry Potter accent okay. it's like very like like, don't ask me to do one because it, it'd be awful, but it's like, um, like, hello, flower pet, petal and like just really, really thick. And okay. I can understand it because of my, my, I call it a blessing and a curse of moving everywhere and understanding sure. accents. So then guess what? We became friends because yeah. I could understand this guy and he was visiting from England, playing soccer. Wow. We became friends and it kind of just became like banter and then like flirtiness and you know how the story goes. And so yeah. I, I was, there was red flags along the way in that relationship. And I just gave him the benefit of the doubt every time. Sure. And, and that stinks because I would never go back and like undo my story, but I just wish I could tell younger Heather, like, Hey, like don't ignore those red flags. Like they're there for a reason. You have a brain for a reason. Don't ignore it. But yeah. obviously I had to learn the hard way. And as most um, of us do, girl. Yes, yes. <laughs> but, but I'm realizing I have the story now to help others that are in the same place. So it's not exactly. for nothing, but in that moment, I would not have said that. I would have been yeah. like, why, like, why do I have this? Like, you know, thing now with someone I don't even like. And he, right. and all that to say, like, he was young too. Like he was a young guy. And I think he had a lot of, like a lot of people were attracted to him. So like, a lot of girls were throwing themselves at him and he just wasn't loyal. And I just excused that behavior. And then until I wasn't, and so I was like done with that, but then I couldn't undo things that were made permanent. So absolutely. So you all found yourself in a predicament. Yes. Um, we actually broke up and then I'm in England. So I chased him overseas one summer. You went from United States to England. Yeah. Yeah. To from pursue South a, a boyfriend. Girl. I, I don't know what I would do if my daughter did that. <laughs> Okay, let me tell you what else I did. My, oh my gosh, my mom ever listens to this, she will die, I think. So I worked at Red Lobster. I was a waitress. And then I worked at a club at night as a cocktail waitress to save money right. to go to England. Like wow. from South Carolina. Like, I mean, I had my passport. I'm sorry, I paid for my passport. Like yeah. paying for that, paying for the ticket. I found out the night, like a couple nights before I'm flying, like this guy knows I'm coming. Like, it's not a secret. Right. It's like months of planning. I find out that he's not even told his parents that I'm coming to stay oh at their house. My God. So red flag, red flag. Again, red flag. Like, Heather, abort, abort the mission. Like, this is not good. Like, he, I, that just shows that he didn't care for me. He didn't right. care for me. And I just excuse the behavior. Like, well, maybe he's just nervous. And 
Um, and I assumed that I would have like my own space or like guest right. room. Well, I love in Europe, they are very simple. They don't really like have rooms for not. So I was sharing a room with him and, and my mom would have probably died knowing oh, that like we were sharing a room. And then I I was not comfortable with that. I've never lived with a boyfriend and, right. but that's just the way it was. And so I kind of went along with it sure. and I was there for the summer and things kind of came up and blew up and I'm stuck. Like I can't run to my mom's house. I can't go to my friend's house. Like I can't go to a dorm. I'm like stuck in England. I can't work. Um, I don't, I think I had a cell phone at the time, but still I had to wait for my parents to be up in a different time zone to even talk to them. So I'm isolated, very isolated, very isolated. And I, we had actually broken up and I'm like, I gotta get home to the States, but I'm too proud to tell my mom, like I need money because I blew all of it. Yeah. Yeah. The things we do when we're young. (laughs) $3 and 19 cents was to my name. I'll never forget that. I'm like, I am so broke as a joke. So broke. And he has no money. I have no money. And so I'm like, I got to ride it out till my return plane ticket. And his mom like had a hunch or noticed I was eating more, but this is like when Pinterest came out. And so like all the workouts and all the menus, like I was doing that because I had no job and no time. So I'm like getting fit and I'm an athlete. So like I skip my period. That's not like uncommon for me. And uh, he like throws me a pregnancy test. And he's like, I think you're pregnant. And I'm like literally laughing at him and like, no, (laughs) me pregnant. Like there's no way with you. Never, never. girls like on a sitcom or tv show not me like literally laughing literally laughing and i of course could not sleep that night because i knew i had to take like morning pee like i had it you know i don't know fresh levels of hormones in the morning morning pee and uh i could not sleep and i think i got up around like five or six and went and took the pregnancy test wow yeah. And it was, um, a digital one that like told you like how pregnant you were. Oh wow! So mine was like pregnant plus plus. And I just wow. remember just like smiling and laughing in a way. And then all of a sudden it was like, Oh, this is real. And I think the color left my face and I walked in and he saw like, this is for real happening. Right. And it wasn't a positive. Yay. It was like a, Oh crap. This what is not do? good. What do we do? And that was what it became was, um, problem solving, right? Like, how do we fix this? How do we undo it? And so the answer there, um, more so heavily here than the States, believe it or not, like it is abortion, like, like for everyone, like there's not anyone that's even pro-life truly. It's like, if you're under 25 and not married or even close to getting married or even engaged, they're just like, just have an abortion and move on until you're ready in life. Yeah. Like everyone has had one, like it's so, so common. And so I, I mean, we went to three abortion clinics and the only reason I didn't go through with it was because we didn't have the money. Wow. And I mean, there was such a protection in that. And I mean, obviously in the moment, right? Like there's fear, there's yeah. sadness in a way, because you feel like your life's ending or wow, I wasn't planning this. So, you know, I wasn't sure. planning on having kids. I wasn't right. planning on being attached to this guy. We'd broken up yeah. and I just didn't know what to do then. So instead of me maybe stepping back and like, really weighing all my options. I just like went along with whatever he said. And I didn't think for myself. And I'm glad that we had roadblocks for us to prevent making a decision. So I could actually have a moment to think. And I realized like, you know, my life doesn't have to end and I can still, I can still do school. I can still be myself. Um, but I do think that there were a lot of lies in my head just thinking like, 
your life's over. Like, this is the worst thing that could ever happen. And I thought, mm-hmm. I thought that, you know? And so I understand now why girls would consider it, right? Like, right. why would they? Well, right. because you're scared and yeah. you don't know what to do. And it, it's a new, it's a new, a new feeling, right? To- and you're not thinking clearly because all mm-hmm. you're thinking about how life was or is in that very moment and yeah the fear of all of the change and not sure what that change is going to be. Right. It's terrifying. Oh yeah. So in, in the moment when you found out you're pregnant, what did you think life was going to be like past that moment? Gosh, I really just thought like, Oh, well, I'm just going to be like, I'm not going to get a job. I'm not gonna have a career. I'm not going to, um, I, and I do think I had this pressure of thinking like, Oh no, I'm stuck with this guy right. in a way for the rest of my life. And I just knew qualities I wasn't loving. And again, he was young and maybe um, we're not in contact now. So I don't know, maybe hopefully he has matured in that regard. And I, we can kind of talk more about that story when it ties to my my son. Um, but I was I was nervous. Like I, I really did not also want a boy because I didn't want him to look like his dad. And so there was just all these thoughts of like, I'm a control freak. So if I don't have control of the situation, then I feel like I'm spiraling out of control. But really it was the best thing that ever happened to me because then I was grounded and I wasn't so flighty and I wasn't just like, thinking about myself, I became very selfless in the process and, uh, and ways that you, you can talk to somebody about it, but until they go through, they're like, yes, I understand what you're saying. Like I get that, like growing of a life and taking care of someone else other than you, you know, it's, it's just different. Like you're, you just become stretched in the best way possible. A hundred percent. And so you're thousands of miles away from your family. How do you tell mom and dad? What does that look like? Oh man, I'm really throwing you guys back with like Pinterest starting. And then this was Skype. Like you didn't call someone, not FaceTime, Skype. Like, you that like, noise. I can hear I, the ringtone yes, in my head. Yes, yes. <laughs> and so like, imagine that being amplified times a hundred as you're like sweating, waiting. <laughs> so I'm emailing my mom like, hey mom, like when you get up, will you Skype me? And I like send her another email. So my mom knew, my mom was like, something going on like based on just how I was talking and freaking out so I think I arrived while I'm waiting this this like time like this day felt like the longest day of my life right like get the answer at 5 6 a.m then go to three different abortion clinics no answers not unsure what to do and I remember just laying there just thinking like this piece of like I can do this and I think because I was able to quiet my mind and like get away and like literally just be right. And I think sometimes just being instead of just like rushing into a decision is what we need to do. And again, there's more options, right? There's abortion, adoption, and keeping the baby. There's not just one, one option. Right. So I, I think I just knew I'm like, if I tell my parents, I'm going, that's like ripping the bandaid off, right? Like they're going to know. And then I can just kind of breathe a little easier. So Mm -hmm. emailing my mom, waiting for Skype. I think it's like three o'clock my time. So it's oh like eight gosh. o'clock her time. So this, this day is long. It's a long, long day. And the ringtone that you hear of Skype. And um, if you don't know what it is, definitely YouTube because now you got to know <laughs> what does it sound like. And uh, our videos didn't connect right away. But my mom said she could see me, but I couldn't see her. And all I could say was, mom and my mom knew my mom just said like it just like now being a mom, like you said, I can't imagine like my daughter calling me and telling me this, but Um, my mom was just so gracious and she was just like, come home, like we're going to get you home. And I, and it it was just what I needed to hear. And I think I believed another lie that my parents were going to be so disappointed and disown me and just kind of kick me to the curb or like, you're on your own. No, that wasn't it. Like they, they, they acknowledged like, Hey, you had, you did adult things and there's adult consequences. So we can't act surprised. Like, Oh, I wonder how that happened. How did it happen? (laughs) (laughs) Didn't want to marry experience. I wasn't very like, 
yeah, that only happened one time with me. And um, so couldn't ride that boat. And uh, but I think I think my parents just like always want the best for me. And they, you know, they told me this and and they were like, you, you, you know, we told you what we could tell you, but you had to walk in your own decisions. Right. Exactly. And but also like you're an adult now. And so yeah. I'm ninth. I'm 20 at the time. I'm 20 at the time. 20. 20. 20. 20 and thinking I know all the yeah, things. <laughs> Did it. 20. Soccer player in college. Now pregnant. Mom says, come home. You're right. broken up with your boyfriend at this point. Mm-hmm. Still, still staying. Still there. living. Still living there. That still was living fun. with his parents. Yes. In, yes. In, the, yes. in a different country. In a different oh, country. My. God. I know this could be a lifetime movie. I should Jeez. probably really consider that. And in the waiting and in the waiting of me, like getting a, a flight was another week, which was fine. Cause I think it wasn't a million dollars in. Right. And I wanted to know how far along I was. So I actually, uh, I don't know if I ever told you this part of the story. I, I went to go schedule an ultrasound, like okay. paid, you know, looked online, found it, made an appointment. Um, the father, biological father and I go, and it's a lot of young people in the waiting room. And I, I noticed that I was like, they're like really young. It's interesting. And they all look sad. Like yeah. it was very interesting. And I was like, oh, okay. But by, by now, like I'm about to be heading home. I know I'm keeping this baby. I have yeah. supported my family. Totally different attitude than I once did finding sure. out, right? Just sure. totally nine day difference. And uh, they call my name and I go back and they wouldn't let my baby daddy come yeah. back with me. And he was kind of mad about that. And I was like, I don't, I don't, this is not my country. Like, I don't make the rules. Like, you know, I'm like, I don't know what's happening. So I go back there and I, I meet the nurse and she's so fabulous. And she's like, are you sure you're pregnant? I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I do the test. And, um, I get, you know, when you're 20 years old, you have a tiny body and, you know, not showing at all. And they're probably like, are you sure you're pregnant? Like sure. I was, yeah. it was, and, uh, she did an ultrasound. This is, and I was early, I was probably like six or no, it's eight weeks. I was eight weeks. So like the baby's like kind of like a hamster, but not really like body parts, but definitely moving around. And, uh, I was like smiling and we're talking and I was like, can I see the screen? Cause she wouldn't show me the screen. Right. And she just kind of looked at me and she's like, we don't normally do that. And I, and I said, oh, well, I'm keeping this baby. Like, like I was just, yeah. Show me the screen. Why would you show me? I was in an abortion clinic. Wow. And you had no clue. No clue. No clue. Because it wow. said something like grace something. Like, okay. So, like, of course, they're confused at that point. And you're yes. confused because all oh. of these, like, really, you know, distraught women in the lobby, yep. which are in your shoes that you were in. A, a week ago. Days, a week higher. Yeah. 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 Wild. Yeah. Wild. So then she just looks at me and she goes, I've never, ha-, she goes, I never had anyone ask me to see the screen. Wow. And she starts crying. I start crying. Oh, she no. prints me out like 20 million, like <laughs> hamster photos, still have them somewhere. Like, and I came out smiling and excited right. with all these pictures yeah. and you could see everyone looking at me. And I, and I just know that like, it was not for nothing. Like, right. I, I hope that, that, that made someone rethink like, why is she happy? Like, right. why is she smiling and happy? Like, why is she excited? Why does she have pictures printed out? You right. know, like all these things. And so, uh, it was, that was just like confirmation, like, Hey, this is the right thing. And I'm not making a mistake. And even then, like, I was still thinking like, well, maybe adoption. My dad was adopted. My aunt was adopted. My little brother was adopted from Russia. So like adoption runs deep and there's so, there's like beauty in that. But I, I think I just knew like I could do this right with the support and you have that help and you are able to say, Hey, I need help. Like me Skyping my mom was me 
like saying I can't do this on my own. And Absolutely. so that was my you be, Even being an, an athlete, I will say, Heather, like that ingrains a lot in you at a very young age of mm-hmm. just determination, discipline, like the ability to see what you're capable of. And so I bet you a lot of those attributes help played a role in this decision that you made. For sure. For sure. And I mean, I I probably sometimes do think like as an oldest in my family that I can do all and I can like figure it out. And I normally do that. But I, I do think like if I had stayed in that mindset, I don't know that I would have made the same decisions because right. we could have raised money and I still could have gone through with having an abortion. Like right. that is the reality. Yeah. Um, thankfully, I had no money. Thankfully, he didn't have any money. Um, I, I think he was in a place where he was maybe asking friends for money okay. to kind of make it happen. Yeah. And and so, yeah, so there is the aspect of definitely like I'm, I can toughen and I can persevere and like discipline, but then also it's like when you're in a moment of weakness and you're not like, it's like new territory, it's like you can make probably not the best decisions too. So I, right. I, I appreciate those roadblocks like along the way to know like, Absolutely. okay, we're not going to go through with this because we can't right. afford it. <laughs> so you fly home to the United States. Oh my gosh. And what do you go back to school? What does that look like for you? It does. So I definitely had a pivot. So I was in South Carolina, but um, I don't think I said this. My mom and dad were in the middle of actually moving. And my dad took a job at the Pentagon in DC. So they were already moving. And I was like, peace out. Like I'm going to England and going to, you know, like do my own life. Live and, my life. Yes. Live my life. And like, I was going to try to go to school in England and that kind of didn't pan out. But again, like looking back, hindsight 2020 probably for the better. Cause then I would have like yeah. tried to stay there. A lot of closed doors, um, couldn't get a visa approved. Like all those things played a part in my story. So because I was in DC and I was trying to transfer credits, I actually decided to do Liberty online just because okay. it's, um, fun fact. I think it's still true to this day. Um, it's in-state tuition wherever you live. Like, wow. so that worked out for me. And my dad was able to give me some of his, um, like a VA loan. And yeah. then I still had good grades. So I was able to get a bit of a scholarship. So I did get a job and I was actually working full-time plus going online and doing school. So it's possible. And I, I just think like, I have to remind myself, like, yes, you should sleep when you're first like pregnancy, but to all the mamas out there for your first pregnancy, it is definitely easiest to get things done yeah. unless you have like other babies and pregnant because <laughs> you're more tired and you just can't do it. So I I was, I knew, I knew I was able to save and like prepare and kind of like nest, I guess. Absolutely. And, um, I actually had a great job and I worked for BMW for, um, my first year and it opened the doors and I actually had, um, marketing as my degree. And I, and this again, with social media is blowing up with like Instagram and Twitter and Pinterest. So I was doing BMW's, um, social media and like, again, like, I could have thought my life was ending, but then right. because I walked through these doors, doors opened up to be yeah. so much better than I ever would have chosen for myself, right? Like I I could have planned that, like I could have planned on having children, I could have planned um, spending money and like living this like bougie life that's what all 20 year olds think they can do is travel and spend money, but where's the money come from, you know? <laughs> and, uh, but then I had a job, a job that I could provide for my son. And I remember finding out I was having a boy and that was very hard at first. I really, Absolutely. really wanted that girl, like so wanted that girl, yeah. um, for selfish reasons, but I would not trade him for the world. And so, um, yeah, it's, it was not my ideal college situation, you know, like, 21, I was pregnant and yeah. could not have a typical drink. I had a virgin daiquiri, I think, for my 21st. Like, what? That's crazy. Oh my God. And yeah. And, um, but worked and, and did online school. But also, like, I feel like 
I would have fallen into like the trap of like maybe partying more. Like right. if I had not, if that had not happened, like I could see myself becoming that if I didn't have like a pause in my story. Do you feel like you missed out on anything? Oh no, I, I don't, I don't. Like, I think before I would have thought like, oh, I can't go to parties right. or I can't do X, Y, and Z. But like a lot of my friends were getting, I don't know, like they just were wasting their college years away. Yeah. And I felt like I got laser focused. Right. And I don't think I would have been laser focused if I didn't have that check. And so sure. I don't know, I, I guess I've really thought of that. I don't think that I have. In a yeah. way, like as far as like maybe being young and not having responsibilities, but at the same time, like I probably would have like worked and then wasted my money, you know? Right. So then at the same time, like, uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. And the flip side of that is we are young, cool moms. Yes. <laughs> I'm definitely like, I, I love, especially now living in Auburn, you know, everyone's like, how old are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm, 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 how old do you think I am? And they're like, are you college? And I'm like, oh, yes, it's your best friend. I mean, definitely if I have like the shorts and a, you know, big sweatshirt, I can definitely pull that right. off. But, like, right. <laughs> With my kids, I definitely look like a mom. I am definitely like. It's the best. But I remember when I was really young, taking them to like ortho, not orthodontics, dentist appointments and stuff. Yes. And they'd be like, are you the babysitter? And I'm like, oh, yeah. no, I'm the mom. But like, thank, thank you. you. I'll take that. Well, and then it's odd because all my boys are blonde. So <laughs> like, they don't even look like me. And so everyone's like, oh, are you the nanny? I was like, oh, you're the nanny. I know. I did get that a lot. I did look like I was 12 when I had like, like truly, I will have to send that picture to you. I was like big cheeks and like, just like, oh. I was, yeah, that is baby. Ooh, I mean, baby. we were just babies. I mean, we were babies. Young. Yes. We yes. Were, I look back and I'm just like, holy smokes, that, that young girl who thought she knew it all. and wasn't it like a real strong adult of just figuring it out. Yeah. We're, 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 we're winging at that time. So yeah. Yes. So I, young and I'm grateful to like keep up with my boys. So I would yes. not change that, but I know everyone has like a different plan. Like I right. friends, they're not starting and right. that's great. You know, that's not, there's not a, a biological like time for anyone. Right. And, um, but my kids can babysit your kids. if yeah. So yes. <laughs> Do you feel like, um, friendship wise, like, did you, were you able to find friends to come alongside and help support you? What did support yes. look like after having him? Um, yeah, I definitely weeded out friends. Like, I think that's when you really know who are your real friends. Mm -hmm. And I, and now being an adult, and I know you can totally relate to this. It's okay to not have a hundred close right. friends. It's going to be like that intimate inner circle. circle. And yeah. those friends that came alongside me are still my friends today. So I think they acknowledge like, Hey, our girl needs help. But I also think by anytime we need help in anything, whether it's an unplanned pregnancy or, um, or a miscarriage or whatever it may be that someone's walking through right. or a hard time, like fill in the blank. If you're not saying I need help or opening your mouth, you have no idea who's like waiting and saying like, who can I help? Right. Exactly. Like what strength do I have to help? Yeah. So while a lot of my friends were not, I was probably, now that I think about it, I probably was like one of the only girls from like high school and college that was a single mom. So right. I remember it being like a really big deal when I was like, you know, Facebook announcement, um, sure. Like, hey, which I'm is pregnant. awkward and hard, which oh, why? So it's hard. like, I mean, all, all walking through all of that, it's, it's awkward and weird. And there's just yes. a stigma attached that, okay, mm -hmm. you are not allowed to be happy that right. this happened to you because you right. didn't do it quote unquote correctly. And right. so this shouldn't right. be celebrated. And right. that stigma has got to go. It does. And I, and I will say to anyone that is 
like has a friend that has an unplanned pregnancy or in that, don't be scared to reach mm-hmm. out and don't be scared to message. And I cannot tell you how many people, especially people from church who are married and, and they're like, I had the same story. I had no idea. I had no, no idea. But then people were willing to relate. So when we have sure. relatability and, revo- and vulnerable, then people can say, hey, me too. Like truly a sure. me too movement. And yep. I um, I didn't have, and that I know of, I didn't have any shame. Like right. truly no one commented, like, I can't believe this. Like I know people were like, wow, but it wasn't, in a negative way. And right. I did feel like people were like, Hey, we're going to come alongside you. And I remember, you know, I had people all the time just saying like, Hey, like I'm not near you, but how can I help or anything? Like what, what do you need? And yeah. I just, I think people, again, if they know the need, they can meet a need, but if you're not saying like, Hey, I'm struggling, I'm drowning, I'm mm-hmm. stressed, I need help. And living with my parents was such a blessing and my yeah. pride did not want to go back home if sure. i'm being totally honest like it was like a oh like i'm back at my parents house <laughs> like no like i'm supposed to be on my own and in an apartment and like living my life and it wasn't that but it was the best thing like for me during that time yeah. and i and looking back like my parents cared for me in ways i didn't know until now that i'm a parent course. And I think I love that part about you the most that you are so open with your story. You are truly, like you said, an open book and it's true. There are so many women who've experienced unplanned pregnancies and yet there's still this little bit of shame that people don't want to talk about it until they find that safe ground of somebody else who's experienced it. And they're like, this happened to me too. Right. And if we could just lead with, listen, this wasn't part of the plan and it happened and we overcame it. That opens the door. Even you just doing this podcast opens the door for women to really come into the picture and see, I can do this or there, you know, she figured it out. Like it's the panic mode calms down. Right. Right. It's like, it's like a storm, but then the storm goes away. So we can't just think like our life is a storm forever. And just like, even now, like there are hard days, but hard doesn't mean bad, right? right? Hard heart is good. Like lean into that because guess what? You're going to come out stronger and better and resilient. And that's what I became. And I, I think naive Heather grew from not being so naive anymore. Right. And we have to learn those life lessons. So we can't act surprised again, like, you know, a plus B we'll see when we do things, you know, and, (laughs) um, and I, I think that it is, it is okay to talk about openly and it is okay to talk about sex or, or things that we maybe, um, like we wish we didn't make, uh, you know, certain decisions, right? Like, but it's just being open and talking about, cause like, we're not the only people, right? Like there's no. so many stories out there. So it's not just you and I, no one else. It's like, no, it's you and me plus hundreds yes. that have walked this. And I just think now, like, especially this podcast is going to be such an outlet to share those different stories just to highlight, like, you're not alone. You're not Absolutely. alone. And we're here to link arms with you, you know, 100%. and get, let people know. And like, don't be mad when people don't know because yeah. they can't read your mind. Yeah. Um, but it's okay to say, Hey, I need you to hold the baby or, Hey, I need to go wash my hair. And, you know, Hey, can you come over and fold some laundry? You know, like whatever it may be, or, Hey, Hey mom, I, I have to go do this assignment. Can you watch Layton while I go do this, you know, so I can get it done. And, and they did like, there wasn't, it, it doesn't, it doesn't mean I'm weak. It means that like I have people holding me up and that's hundred percent. I think that's what people need. It's really beautiful. And do you think baby steps would have made a difference if there was a baby steps oh, where you went to yes. school? Oh my gosh. I'm telling you, I don't know if it was like, I mean, cause same thing for you. Okay. So wait, I, this is 2011. So okay. it's 2011 that I'm pregnant had Leighton in 2012 and it was still like very taboo. Like where I was sure. one of maybe one other 
single mom, but she came into college with a baby. So she was okay. even younger than, than I was. And I was like the it girl, like that right. was pregnant. And I just think like there was no resources. Um, it would have made such a difference. Um, I probably, I know, I don't know if like, maybe I would have gone to live with my parents still, or if I would have gone back to South Carolina, sure. if I knew that I had support, I probably would have stayed at South Carolina and I'd still had a full ride. I still could have played soccer. I, there could have been that possibility, yeah. but also like, you know, either way, I just, I feel like just knowing that they would have been available, like, and I can direct people like, Hey, I couldn't, you know, do baby steps, but like, I know someone else. And there were others that came behind me that always are <laughs> always was not without the one and denied with me. And, one. <laughs> but honestly though, I do think people were more honest and open about their story. Once I was like, well, let me, let me just, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah I did. And, and my I was, life now is good and it's okay. It yes. And I think people were like this, you know, like, Oh, what's yes. happening in Heather's life? Like, how's it going to play out? I don't know, but I was very open, like from the very beginning, like with my pregnancy, how I felt. And I did, I didn't want to come across like, you know, I grew up in the church and I didn't want to feel like I was a know-it-all or like had it all together, but it was like, right. Hey, I'm a broken person. And this is yeah. where like, I didn't plan accordingly. And I just right. kind of lived vicariously in the lived world. Yeah, yeah. Lived it up. And so like, I'm, I'm human, like I'm human and I, and everyone's doing mistakes, whether it's this or something else, right? Like sure. fill in the blank. And I think the more that we can just be like, Hey, imperfect, imperfect. Yeah. Let's do life together. You know, let's link arms and let's live it. You know, let's not just like shame one another or be right. like, oh, I, I would never do that. Like, well, that's what I did. I thought yeah. like, oh, I would never be me. Ugh. It could never happen to me. I, I will never, never I will never get girl. pregnant. Like ever, ever, ever. Yeah, I'm still yes. having sex, but I will never be that pregnant Right, right, right. Yeah, I will never stop that. But like, yeah. yeah. But also just like so grateful. Like, I, I swear, I don't, I mean- living reckless, you know, not using birth control, not using condoms and, um, living very reckless and thinking like that could not happen in that 1% window or like, and and it is very hard to get pregnant. Like, I don't know if people do realize that, like, it is a very small, small window in a month that you can get pregnant and it's not, and it can be dependent on your eggs and him and all these things. So like, it is not a one and done, like, oops, accidentally that does happen. But like, for me, it was years and years and years of me just being like, oh, I'm invincible. Maybe I can't get pregnant. Maybe yeah. that's not my story, blah, blah, blah. No, I think the timing was just giant. It was like a ticking sure. bomb sure. until it went off. And then it was like, all right, in your face, deal with it now. Yeah. And um, I just think they're, you know, don't be reckless yeah. and don't just give yourself away yeah. and, you know, really be aware of who you're spending your time with. And right. don't ignore those red flags because your girl did and that didn't end so well. So I think it's like, we can't be dumb and think, oh, I didn't see it coming. Well, girl, did. like this yeah. one and this one and this one, and all the other ones too, like piled up, like big red flag, like yes. waving. It was there. <laughs> the first night I met the biological father of yes. Hudson, people told me, do not, do not pursue this guy. And yes. I was like, yes. I'm different. I'm, different I'm girl. sure he's, I can change him. He's going right. to be great. <laughs> right. Same, 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 same. And I just, I didn't listen. I didn't listen. And so yeah. I think there is wisdom too. like, listen to your friends, like Absolutely. within reason. Uh, and don't, don't act like you, you have your, your crap together. Like right. your life can change like that and Absolutely. for the better. But I think that how you pivot and how you address it is and your attitude towards it. That is sure. key. That is so, so key. If you are open-minded and willing 
to just go on this like new roller coaster of a ride, you can enjoy it, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And life now, what does that look like for you? Oh, uh, it's so sweet. It is. Oh gosh. It is unreal. Like I probably would have thought I'm going to be a single mom with like all these dogs and cats. And I'm just going to like be this lonely spinster, like, like at 21, this is what I'm thinking. But there was, I mean, I also thought that because of what things were being said to me, right? Like, I know you can relate, like, you know, your life will, you'll never graduate or you're never going to get a job or no one's going to choose a single mom, like fill in the blank. And I believe those lies. So one, don't believe those lies. Like if someone is saying that in your ear, cut them off, like, I don't care if it's a biological dad or a friend or a family member, be like, nope, that's not true. Because your life is still unfolding. Like there's so much life to live. Like it's so silly for one. And, but I believe that. So there was this like, wow, like they're going to see me, this young mom and this child, no one's going to approach me. And I did believe that. And I met, um, my husband, mm-hmm. um, he's not my husband at the time. Um, I, just, I saw him and I was like, oh, who's that? Like, who's that? Like a little cutie, you know? And, but then I would be like, oh, but I'm a single mom. Like, <laughs> who's going to want me? Yeah. Yeah. Like, who's <laughs> going to want that? Like, that's not you. Like, yes. disgusting. I love that. I believe that. But I was so cute. I was so cute. I was a cute, cute. Mom. Of course. So, so cute. Oh my gosh. So freaking cute. And I just believe that I was like this, like unattainable scarlet, like letter. Yes. You know, like, yes. I believe that. hundred percent. I did read that book in high school. Now that makes me too. I literally think of that book all the time. And when I got pregnant, I literally thought of that book that they made me read in high school and felt like I was that girl on campus that had to wear my letter, even though everybody else on campus was having sex. I got stuck with the scarlet letter. Right. Right. Because I'm the one that got pregnant. No one else has consequences. So yeah, Yeah. same thing. (laughs) Same thing. So I had that like image, like in my mind forever. And so, uh, he didn't know who I was, right? Like, you know, it's kind of like feeling it out. And then he uh, invited me for Thanksgiving and mm. my mom's like, that's serious. And I was like, oh, really? Okay. <laughs> and if you say so, mom, but he was just a really nice guy, like ge- a genuinely nice guy. And he started pursuing me and I was like, hold up. Like I am a package deal. And I think that is so important to be careful and guarded Word. with your children. I'm not saying like, don't ever date or bring them around, but just know like you are exposing your child to someone that may or may not be present right. or I need to consider their heart. And so I knew that, like I knew that going in. And so I was nervous. And so I didn't mean to be like, Hey, um, decide if you want to marry me, but like, do you want to marry me? And, you know, and take this on. And so he, he was just like, I, you know, I think I want to enter into this with you. And it was very, very sweet. Mm-hmm. And we dated and he proposed and we had a very, very quick engagement like three months. I was like, let's do this. Like, I'm ready. I'm ready. So Layton now is, uh, two, wait, three and a half. He's three and a half. So very like sweet and, um, called him Ak Alex and then called him dad. Like when we were engaged, he's like, that's my dad. And I, I remember thinking like, who will be, um, my, my child's dad one day. And funny enough, when I was living with my parents, I, woke up, I was like dreaming and I woke up screaming. Like I sat up in the bed screaming and my mom's running up the stairs, like thinking something's wrong. I'm seven months, eight months pregnant, I think. And there's this guy at the edge of my bed saying like, it's okay. Like patting the bed saying, it's okay. We're here. And he was holding a little blonde boy and it was freaking Alex and Layton. And so we got married and then he's sitting on the edge of the bed and I like start screaming. I'm like, I've seen this scene before. Like I'm freaking out. And 
I called my mom and I would put her on speakerphone. I was like, tell Alex about this, you know, cause I was like, he's not gonna believe me. Right. And my mom was like, no, like, ser- like I, I literally thought someone was in my room. Like that's how real it was. Wow. And I've never had something like that before, but I just, I, I say that to give assurance, like maybe you'll have a dream. Maybe you'll have something like to co- like confirm, like, Hey, there's someone out there for you, but also just know like there is, there is someone out there and there is someone that can, that will enter in being a dad right away. And, um, and my husband knew that he's like, I'm marrying and becoming a dad. Like it's a two for one. And he had been, uh, he had the year that I was giving or the year, the month that I had Layton, he was at a men's conference speaking to men to not disregard single women that had children. And I was like, okay like wow that was like really cool timing and I just think like you just don't know you don't know and there are men out there there are amazing men that were raised by single moms like they they know like Mm -hmm. so it's not like you're this um scarlet letter you're not this scarlet harlot like that's not it like don't believe that lie and uh and then later Alex uh adopted Layton as his own uh when he was five and we went to the oh. court and we'd stand up and it was just the sweetest thing ever. And so, sweet. so while I thought I'll never have a husband, I'll never have a dad that will love my son unconditionally, believe those lies. Um, I have a husband now and I have four boys. And I I kid you not, there I forget that that. Alex is not his biological dad. Yep. And I know you know that. Yeah. I, I forget that. I'm like, yeah, it's Will. Will is, it's, he's always been there. <laughs> right. And what's wild is they pick up on their mannerisms. Like yes. Hudson has mannerisms that my husband has. Yes. And people will say things like, oh, he looks just like Will. And I, I'm tickled because they don't know I the know. Whole story. And you Me just too. laugh. Yes. You're like, okay. Uh, or, or when people are like, oh, you've only been married for like, not even nine years. Doing the math. I'm like, I can explain. I can explain. Like, not that that's any better, but like, let me explain. Like, you know, but it is, it is an opportunity to say, Hey, like what's really cool is like us now too, is people forget that we were single mom, Caitlin or single mom, Heather, or now Caitlin Willing and Heather Medlin. And we're not the, I'm not the identity anymore. And we get to shed that. We get to shed that identity and we get to walk into a mom and wife and having children and um, our life can just flourish. And yes. I just think sometimes if we, if we say stuck and we feel like that's never going to happen, you're right. It's not going to happen because yeah. you're going to believe that's your life. So right. what are you going to choose? Right. Exactly. Like, what are you going to walk in? Oh, I just could talk to you forever. Oh, I and- know. I know. I love you so much. I, I, I just, but like, but also we became friends because we knew our, our stories were so similar yes. and imagine how people can bond Truly. or you can mentor people like yes oh it's so good like so even if you're walking in this like you're like fresh like oh my gosh I'm pregnant like be encouraged that you will be used like there's yes. no doubt in my mind yes you're not the only one out there and you will find others that have walked through the same things you did yes and you connect like you've known each other for years yes it's I mean, wild. And, and we can like talk like ESP and be like, yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah. because we get it. We get it. But like only we can understand that versus yes. a traditional like marriage and having babies. Right. Because yeah. we didn't, we didn't have like alone time married. It was exactly we, straight, we, in. straight into it. Honey. <laughs> and then I got pregnant with Callahan, like a month into our wedding. Like, oh my God. Oh yeah. And wedding so marriage, wedding marriage, what yeah. our marriage. And so that's just, that's just how it is. Right. Like, and I'm so glad my life did not go the way that it did. Like yes. I could have been kidless and I thought that's my life, but yes. I'm so glad, like, so, so glad I have my little frat house to keep yes. me on my toes I and love it. 
they'll take care of mama one day. So exactly. It's, it's great. You're it's doing so a great. great job. And just thank you for taking the time <laughs> to just share your life and encourage Absolutely. fellow student moms that may be listening and really encourage other people who may not have had an unplanned pregnancy to stand yeah. up with us and to right. be a voice for the voiceless right. and join yeah. the movement. And if you're listening and you want to know how to join the movement and link arms with us, please visit our website, www.babysteps.org. I don't even have to say www anymore. You just put I know. it in. No. <laughs> you are showing your age right now. That I am so showing funny. how old I am by Skype doing that. Skype, www. <laughs> Where are we going? Yes, yes. But thank you again so much, Heather. And Absolutely. listeners, we hope to have you back in a, a little over a week. All right. Talk to you later, girl. Thanks. Bye. Bye.